In today's episode, we're diving into advice for photographers who want to attract clients, get consistent bookings, and be the go-to for your art. Are you struggling to attract photography clients and secure consistent bookings? Do you dream of becoming the go-to photographer in your niche, the one clients seek for their special moments? And if you've been feeling frustrated by the lack of client interest and the inconsistency in your bookings, I'm glad you're here. It's important to have a comprehensive strategy to attract photography clients, secure consistent bookings, and establish yourself as a go-to artist in your field. This is crucial for your business because it sets the foundation for growth, stability, and success. In this episode, I give you actionable advice on attracting lifelong clients that you love. I share valuable insights, both general and specific, on attracting photographer clients. However, it's crucial to understand the risks involved if you continue to navigate the photography industry without a clear plan to attract clients and secure consistent bookings. You risk missing out on valuable opportunities, losing potential clients to your competitors, and struggling to progress towards your goal. So don't miss this episode to gain the knowledge and tools you need to attract photography clients, get consistent bookings, and become the go-to photographer for your art. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Photographer's Action Plan. We're all about helping you build a successful photography business and life. Our goal is to delight your clients and make marketing, sales, and processes a breeze so that you can focus on growing your luxury brand. We're excited to share with you actionable photography business pro tips and lifestyle hacks, along with some oops moments, because, let's face it, we all make mistakes sometimes. We want to be your photo biz bestie on the go, providing you with valuable insights to help you grow a profitable photography business without burning out. You'll hear interviews with other photographers and business leaders, as well as solo episodes from your executive marketing assistant, Shar Stackle. So take some time for yourself, and listen in while you can, even if your editing software decided to take a day off. And get ready to take your photography business to the next level with the photographer's action plan. All right, so let's get this episode started. And... I know in the intro, I was talking about a strategic plan. And yes, throughout these episodes, we will talk about strategic plans. And today's episode is more about advice to photographers. And to start with a strategic plan, we've got to know a few things. And the first thing what we want to know is who you want to attract. If you don't know on who your ideal client is, how are you going to know if you've attracted them or not? So we're going to talk about um, being clear on your ideal client and and their buying points. So who do you want to work with um, for a lifetime? Have you considered that? I want you to daydream a little bit about when you meet her in her life journey. So imagine your ideal client. It helps to think of your ideal client's buyer journey, kind of like a timeline continuum continuum. So where is she at in her life? Um, 
Is she getting married next year? Is she starting to daydream about her wedding? If so, where is she looking for inspiration? Are you there when she's looking for that inspiration? Like, where is she looking for the information? Is she there? Are you there? Right? Let's skip forward to um, in our little daydream to your ideal client's wedding day. She's booked you for her wedding and you are working your tail off to capture that whole day. If you're sweaty, exhausted, need some water, need some food. <laughs> um, but you're really inspired by working with that most incredible cu- couple. Like this is your ideal couple. And you really see this couple and yourself in the future. You see them um, booking photography with you um, as their maternity photographer and your newborn, maybe even some sitter sessions and the family photos for over the course of their lives. Okay. Then you're taking their little ones, senior portraits that you only photographed a mere 18 years ago. So maybe you didn't meet your ideal client before her wedding, but maybe you met her at another touch point in her life, like a sitter session or even that senior session. If you daydream like this for all stages of your ideal client's buying points and lifetime, you'll notice a few things. One, your preference in a client. And number two, your client's needs during her lifetime. So what did that little daydream exercise do for the, for you? Like, how did that benefit benefit us at this point? Well, if you can really deep dive and go into that in more specifics and even more depth, then you'll be able to build out your CRM or client relationship management software. You'll know exactly what communications and tasks you need to complete and when. You can build all of your marketing on this buyer's journey, including your website, blog, SEO, and social media. That's where this marketing strategy comes in. What I find very helpful is to map that whole process out. And I've done this on post-it notes on the floor and taken up almost a whole room. Um, And I've also done it in a mind map. I've also physically walked from room to room, designating each room as a client's stop in their journey with me. And Doing that in that physical space helps me translate the online space to that physical one, almost like a department store. So I'm moving from from the clothing department or the baby department to the teen department. Do you see what I'm saying here? So if you aren't clear about who you want to photograph, then you aren't clear in your messaging which means that you then attract a client that you can smile and wave at soccer practice, but try to avoid those conversations with at best. But at worst, 
You hope you don't run into this past client at the grocery store. And when you do, you turn down that paper aisle to avoid them. So let's not do that. Another bonus to daydreaming and mapping out your ideal clients and how they work with you is to get into a mindset or vibe for the people you work with. And you're more likely to create boundaries of who you will work with and who you won't work with, which empowers you to say, maybe I'm not the right photographer for you. I have a few suggestions about who might be better for you. Then you can refer them to that other photographer that might align better with the business model or their personality. Let's be the go-to for your art by knowing your market. Since we're on a daydreaming trip, let's imagine you're at your local's farmer's market. Now let's replace all of those lovely crafts fresh flowers and vegetables, handmade soaps and the food trucks with all the photographers in your area. Are you scared? (laughs) Here you've come to a market of just photographers. So you have a booth at that market and maybe you just stepped out of your booth at the market and now you're walking through and scoping out all the booths. Some of these photographers you admire, some you feel a little bit jealous of, some you're really curious about because you haven't really seen them before. Some of them you feel really competitive towards. And don't get me wrong, I do believe in rising tides float all ships, but... Healthy competition keeps you from being slow. So the next part of this dream, I'd like to credit uh, Mira Kothand for her book, Uncover Your Difference. So this is something in that book. And what we're going to do it the daydream style. Now, let's rearrange all of these booths into four quadrants, starting on a T axis. At the top are all the established photographers. At the bottom, all the new photographers. On the left are photographers with a low client touch touch client experience. And on the right, the photographers with a high touch client experience. Where would you place yourself on this grid? Let's take feelings out of it and look where you would put all of those other photographers on that same grid. Do you know who your true competitors are? Are you marketing yourself to fit into the slice of the market that you want to be in? So are you a new photographer, but want to be an established photographer? How do you get a little closer to that point? Okay. Once you know where you fit into this marketplace, then you have a starting point to communicate how you are different, which in turn starts a ball rolling towards you becoming that go-to because then people will know who and what you are about. 
Okay, so now that you are knowing yourself, you know your market, and you know how you want to be your go-to, let's start to get some consistent bookings by knowing your what I'd like to call your bread and butter. Your bread and butter is what you know you can sell. It's your basics, the product, the clients, the events, the times of year, etc., that you can count on. So start leaning into those. They aren't glamorous. They aren't necessarily fun. They might be downright tedious. So Let's start off and talk about product in this bread and butter scenario. (laughs) What is your highest selling product of 2022? Do you even know? When was the last time you looked at your financials? Was it for taxes? Was it for to see if you had enough money to invest in that new Nikon Z9? If so, it's time to, what? Look at your money makers and not just shake them. Okay, I had to throw that in there. (laughs) Um, So this includes sessions that are easy for you to book. Events that you can that consistently bring in money for you. Is it your annual mini session? Maybe you have that one client that books a yearly session that you can count on. Now that you know what your consistent money makers are, let's start to leverage them and enhance them in some way. Okay, let's take your product since I gave an example of what your product is for your best, highest selling product. Can you increase that price comfortably to where you can still sell it consistently, but for more margin? If your annual mini session is your consistent money maker, can you open more spots? Offer an additional session for savings when you book early? If you have that yearly client that books family photos, can you offer them a referral savings if their friend books with you? And I want to be clear that this isn't about discounting your offerings. It's about rewarding great clients so you can book more like them. It's about offering more for more money. So can you add something easily to a session, a package or experience and charge for it? So for example, do you create a slideshow for your IPS or your in-person sales? Can you sell that slideshow? So some of these like creative things that you can add on. At this point, you're probably wondering, what does this have to do with consistent clients? And I'm asking you to look at what's working so you can do more of that at a heightened level. When you focus on what's working, your energy will start to compound to bring in more clients consistently. What happens is sometimes small business owners, whether they're photographers or not, they fall into my, me included, that shiny object syndrome. We try this, we try that, and nothing really has a chance to cook. It's like making your famous spaghetti recipe for a potluck, but 
what you're going to do is you're going to make it better each time you bring it to your events. So everyone will look forward to it and ask about it and tell more people about it. So let's go back to daydreaming and imagine you overhear somebody at that potluck. Then here's what they say. Did you get Sarah's famous spaghetti? What? You haven't heard about it? You must have some. I don't know what she does, but each time I have it at one of these get togethers, I can't get enough of it. You know. So what we're doing when we are leveraging our best selling items and our money makers is you're doing what you do best, but you're adding in that spice. So getting consistent clients by focusing on those money makers is really about compounding. It's like putting the money in the bank. It's compounding over time to be more consistent because you get to be known for that specialty. Okay, so this is a kind of a smaller episode for this, these three main buckets of advice. But here is your action plan. So how can you act on this advice today? First, take out your calendar and find a block of time for about 20 to 45 minutes this week. Commit that time to find what your highest selling product is. Review your profit margin and determine if you can raise that price to something that's comfortable for you and for your clients, what you think your clients would be able to spend on it. Um, Because you know that right now you're selling it for X amount. Can you raise it up to a little bit of an XX amount? Okay. So if you feel like you're at the top of the selling price of your best selling product, then you can alternatively commit that time to enhancing your most consistent income offering. So think outside the box for this one. Can you make this work better for you and your client? So offer more for more money that benefits your clients. While you have your calendar out, find a block of time weekly to do market research. So maybe this looks like a marketing Monday for 20 minutes. If you're interested in learning more, I recommend Mira Kothan's Uncovering Your Difference. And you can find that on Amazon. And I'll put some links in the show notes for it as well to really find your marketing position in your area. Uh, This material is mostly, the book is mostly for digital entrepreneurs, but you can apply the information as a local photographer. Um, It does translate and just have to adjust it a little bit. So the last action is to create a working note, document, spreadsheet, Trello board, etc. Whatever you can get your fingers on with your wish list for for your ideal client. I'm calling it a wish list, but it's really your ideal client avatar. 
when you meet someone that you would love to work with or you love it when that client showed up 10 minutes early with pressed clothes and clean, neutral, painted fingernails, make a note on your wish list as an attribute of all your ideal clients that you would love to have that for their session. So for example, my ideal client, Anna, works as a nurse at a local hospital, goes hiking on the weekends with the kids and always has the kids napped, fed, and a change of press clothing when she comes to get the family photos taken. Mark, her husband, doesn't mind getting his photos taken, but would love to do all the photos with him first so he can go and get lunch for the family for after the photo session. So create the ideal scenario so you can recognize your preferences in an ideal client and also so you can speak and communicate more effectively in all of your copy, meaning your website, your social, your emails, all of that stuff that I had mentioned earlier. I hope you're feeling inspired and ready to implement these strategies to attract photography clients, secure consistent bookings and become that go to photographer for your art. Don't forget to tune into next week's episode where we'll dive deeper into actionable steps to elevate your photography business. And I believe this uh, next episode will be our very first guest episode. So stay tuned for that. Thanks for tuning in to the Photographer's Action Plan. Our goal is to guide you through the ins and outs of running a profitable photography business without sacrificing your well-being. Remember, you can always count on us to be your photo biz bestie on the go. If you found today's episode helpful, don't forget to share it with your business bestie and take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more photographers like you. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at Action Arrow Media for more photography business insights and inspiration. Thanks for joining us on this journey, and we can't wait to see you in the next episode of the Photographer's Action Plan.